0: Welcome to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast that focuses on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. It includes law enforcement, fire departments, rescue squads, volunteer and career, and others throughout the emergency services industry. Now, here's your host, Paul Helmuth.
1: In this episode, we start a series with Harrisonburg Fire Department Battalion Chief Jeff Morris, Chief Morris has been in the fire service for 36 years. In this episode, we'll talk with him about his start in the fire service as a volunteer and about his career starting in Rockingham County and then the city of Harrisonburg Fire Department. I'm sitting here with Battalion Chief Jeff Morris with the Harrisonburg Fire Department, and you're getting ready to retire. Sorry to say, but yes. How many shifts do you have left?
0: I'm (laughs) I'm not not counting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually have a countdown clock.
1: (laughs) Well, that you know, that's good. How long have you been in the fire service?
0: I joined uh, as a volunteer in 1983 okay. in Grottos. Uh, started my um, professional career in July 1st of 85. So it'll be 34 years and a month to the day when I retire.
1: Now let's let's start off with Grottos. How old were you when you started in Grottos?
0: Uh, that was. Uh, I would have been i just prior to my 22nd birthday
1: um, and for those people who don't know, Grottos is a, a small town, a in, small in town. yep in Rockingham County.
0: At the time it was about uh, <clears throat> had about 1,600 people in the town of Grottos, yep. and uh, today it's a little over 23, 2,400, I believe something like that.
1: Now, in the time that you've been there, they've actually moved fire stations.
0: Well, yeah, we had uh, the original fire station was built in 1948. At the time, it was a single bay building, and that had uh, it had three additions built onto it by the time we left there, and uh, to our current location which is down on 3rd Street. So we moved about a block and a half, actually, but, from the old station to the new. And But the new station's uh, almost four times larger than the old one.
1: <clears throat> well, but, but you probably needed the size because you, you use almost all the space.
0: In yeah, the old, the old fire station wasn't built for modern fire equipment.
1: In the 34 years, you've been fairly active in the volunteer department yeah yeah what have, what what have you done in the volunteer department?
0: Well, for a lot of years uh in the volunteer fire service I served as a uh, as an officer i was a i was the captain in the organization for about fifteen years after I come to work here um, done a lot of training we helped get the uh, or i helped get the ems program started. You know, we had a first responder program there that we started. I'm thinking that was in the latter part of the eighties.
1: Grotto's Fire was the first ALS. ALS yeah, we were volunteer the volunteer fire department in the county.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I might even go a little bit further than that. I think we were the first volunteer fire department to go ALS um, in the surrounding counties. And they're still very, uh, they're still very active. Uh, it's a very good volunteer fire department. Um, it would be a rare occurrence that they would not get out on a call. Uh, I don't remember how many years it's been now, but it's been quite a few years uh, since they've actually missed a call. Believe it or not, uh, I don't know the statistics for last year, but the previous year was about 17, 17 folks per fire event.
1: That's outstanding. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. I mean, speaking for the city of Harrisonburg, we have a minimum yeah. staffing of 17 yes. on every day. So right. the fact they get 17, that's that speaks highly for a volunteer fire department.
0: Yeah, they're doing very well. Honestly, I know. Nationally, the volunteer uh, system is on a decline. Uh, but in my hometown, it's, it's on an uptick. I mean, we've, we've continually grown in volunteers for the past 10 years, probably. We probably have, uh, I don't know the numbers right off the top of my head, but we probably have a good 40 active folks in the organization. Uh, Organization wide, it's probably uh, probably a hundred members deep now.
1: Yeah. Talking about a town of 2,500, 2,600 mm-hmm. people. Yeah, you know that's that's very good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. The good thing for me, uh, <laughs> being one of the more senior folks there, there's a lot of times I don't I don't have to worry about whether or not the engine's going to get out right to go to the fire station because I know that. They, they're going to get out, and they're typically out the door within three minutes. Uh, they have an on-the-scene time of typically less than seven. So it takes some of the pressure off of us. Right. You said in 85 you got hired in Rockingham County? Got hired in Rockingham in 85. I worked for Rockingham exactly three years. Okay. July 1 of 85 to July 1 of 88.
1: All right, so in that three years, where were you assigned?
0: My initial assignment was Broadway Fire Department. Okay. And um, two of us were hired to go to Broadway at that time. And we were going to be shared by the fire department and the rescue squad. And I went there July 1st, 85. um, And at that point, we worked for the volunteer fire chief. Okay. Uh, Worked for a great guy. Uh, Still stay in contact with him to this day. His name's Mike Hoover. I worked for Mike uh, for two and a half years. uh, Because in December or January of 88, I went, uh, transferred from Broadway to Grotto's. Okay.
1: Well, that's closer to home. Yeah,
0: It was a little closer to home.
1: In, In those days, Rockingham County didn't have as near as many staff as they do today.
0: I, I wouldn't I, I can't sit up here and tell you that I remember the number of staff that they had, but it was uh, it was less than a dozen. July 1st,
1: 1988, you came to the Harrisburg Fire Department.
0: Yeah, I got hired here. Uh, funny story about that. So I went to work for the county in 85. I had tested for the city fire department uh, at the same time I had tested for the county. Well, the county called me first and offered me the job in 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 Broadway, which obviously I took but three weeks after I went to work for the county, uh, Chief Shiffle called me matter of fact, he called me at the Broadway Fire Department and offered me a job and i I told him i, I felt uh, I felt sort of bad about leaving the county after only working for three weeks and I asked him i said you know, if I don't take the job now, will you give me a, a fair shot later on in life? And he said, certainly. So, and, you know, and he was a man to his word. Cause, you know, three years later, I applied and he offered me the position. So,
1: well, let's let's talk about Harrisonburg Fire Department in 1988 because it does not look the same as it does today.
0: Mm, nothing like <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah, 1988. When I come to work, there were two of us. On an engine. Uh, my first day at work, I was the driver of the engine. We had a 1975 Mack, was the first out engine. And there was one man assigned to the lighter truck. So there was a nine-person staff uh, of the four engines. Per day. Per day. No battalion chief. No battalion chiefs, no shift supervisor. There was the. At that time I believe it was the fire chief, the deputy fire chief, and I believe then it was an assistant fire chief. There weren't two deputies at the time, it was an assistant. So that was that was the staff.
1: Where were you assigned?
0: Uh, engine twenty-eight A
1: shift. Okay. Yeah. And now. how long did you work on engine twenty eight A Shift?
0: Uh, That was only through my probationary period, uh, the first six months. Uh, After that, I went to Station 2, Engine 25, uh, A-shift still, but uh, spent four years there. After that four-year stint out there, I got transferred back into Station 1, back on Engine 28, and I spent nine years on Engine 28 that time. So after that, I got promoted and <clears throat> got promoted and went back to Station <laughs> Two again as a lieutenant. Uh, and uh, I remember uh, Bill Stickley uh, retired as a lieutenant at Station Four, so I begged uh, Chief Shiflett to send me to Station <laughs> Four. <laughs> And, uh, and he accommodated me. So.
1: <laughs> for the, for those people who don't know, Station 2 today r- runs about 550. A little, It's a little over 550 calls a year. And Station 4 runs about 3,500 mm-hmm. calls yeah. a year.
0: And back in those days, uh, back when I first started work here, Station 2 was running about 300 calls a year. Because I remember back in those days... Station 2 was running about the same number of calls as my volunteer fire agency. (laughs) And it was a big city fire department, you know, for us.
1: It makes a difference when when you want to run those calls and you're sitting in a station that you don't get them.
0: You're laying in bed at night listening to everybody else run calls and... If there happens to be a fire, you're typically the last to get there, and you're doing two in, two out, or or some other job that you really don't want to do, but, you know, someone's got to do it.
1: So you moved from Station 2 to Station 4, then you were promoted to captain at some point.
0: Yeah, I first went to Station 4 as as a lieutenant, took Lieutenant Stickley's place, um, and then when... Uh, captain Gaylor retired. Uh, I tested for captain, and uh, I think that was in 06, maybe. Uh, and I was lucky enough to get his spot in, at Station 4, so I was the station commander there for four years. I believe it was before I got to four or five years, I believe it was, before I got promoted to the battalion chief's level.
1: When you started, um, there were lo- lieutenants and captains. Yeah. And then you had assistant, deputy, and fire chief. Yeah. Now you have lieutenants and captains and battalion chiefs on every shift. You know, for, for the most part, it's a good spread of leadership throughout the department. How do you think that has changed what you do on a day to day basis f- from
0: well, what you used to do? We've got to think, too, about. T- the amount of work that we're doing today compared to those days. Our call load is, is, is uh, a lot more substantial than it was back then. Back in those days, we were just a BLS agency. Now we're we have ALS on every engine, on every shift. You know, we're doing a lot more with that we're doing a lot more with technical rescue. We didn't have technical rescue um, back when I first started here. And so, from a management perspective, you know, having a shift supervisor, it's e- it's, it's much easier uh, to manage all of those different skill sets across the shift. Um, I would hate to think. <laughs> The the workload that would be on the the fire chief and the deputy fire chiefs, if if they didn't have shift supervisors. Absolutely. Those guys would be just overwhelmed. Uh, And we went from a nine person to a 17 person. um, Almost double. Almost double, yeah. uh, Shift. So, and it's, uh, we take care of all the scheduling and stuff, so it's... uh, It makes for a full day. I want to
1: thank Chief Morris, not only for spending time talking with me about his career in the fire service, but also for the guidance he's personally given me over the years I've known him. If you liked the episode, make sure to give it a thumbs up, and don't forget to subscribe so you know when the next episode drops. On our next episode, we'll continue the series with Battalion Chief Jeff Morris, talking about being a fire inspector and advice he has for those of us still in the fire service. You don't want to miss it. If you have suggestions for people you'd like interviewed or topics you want discussed, leave a comment or send me a note. Until next time, have a safe week.
0: Thank you for listening to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast focused on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You can follow Rocktown Emergencies on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to email Paul, you can email him at paul at rocktownemergencies.com. Join us next time for Rocktown Emergencies and have a safe week.